Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio in for Dan Patrick. Always nice to hang out with Joel. We got Danny G with us. Yep. Thank you guys for hanging spot is on the videos at Covino and rich on social media live from the Mercedes Benz studios. And I don't want to get all radio pompous radio wampus is what I call it. Radio wampus. But I will for a second, just to prove again that preseason means nothing. Because some backup quarterback could come in and light it up. But could he do it every week, day in, day out? He can come in in spurts and play well. But can he have that sustainability that a starting quarterback brings? Meaning, it's like dudes that do a podcast. You know, I'm not always that impressed. Or little snippets on social media. Oh, they're great in 30, every 30 seconds or for 30 seconds at a time. But can they do it every day? And some of you may not know us, but we do do this every day yeah, on Fox as, Sports as, Radio. As Dan Patrick. But you're right. You see some some dudes chopping it up and it's like, oh, they do a weekly half hour podcast. Different, different thing. So can a backup player do it now? Sometimes a backup player is just a great backup player. I'm, and you see him one game or a few plays, and they come in. They're the, the, the spark. They bring all that energy. And that's great. And maybe that's what they're good at. But can they do it every day, every week? There's a big difference there. Listen, they're looking for things that the, the, the common fan or even broadcaster's eye can't see. These coaches are taking a look. These are the guys that are all fighting for that job, which is – that's why when it's like, eh, it's a, the backup guys. These are backup guys that are either going to be working, uh, you know, another job 
or on a practice squad or on the team in a couple weeks. Like there's guys that are there's guys that you saw this weekend. Then I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but they're going to be doing Amazon tri- deliveries in two weeks. That's the reality. So if you don't think these guys are trying, if you don't think there's next level efforts being put in, it's just sometimes the talent's just not NFL talent. I know it gets everybody excited, though. We're excited. So excited yeah. we're playing NFL trivia in about a half hour. So be dialing if you want to win a CNR on FSR Nerd you know, Football. I don't, I don't 877-99 on Fox. There's no real analogy in basketball. You might say, oh, the G League. And sometimes a guy lights it up and all of a sudden he gets, you know, pulled onto the roster. But you know it as good as anyone else. I wonder if you could say baseball and football are the same in that if someone is undeniably standout in the preseason or spring training, do they make the squad? And I don't necessarily know that that is even a fact. Like you'll see a guy bat 450 in in spring training, and you're like, nah, they, they he didn't make the team. He's still in Double A. Danny, do you get the sentiment that it's the same thing, or do you feel like if a guy is so lights out and standout in preseason football? He is going to get that look. If there's a guy on defense in the preseason that has three sacks and he's, you know, he's putting pressure every possession, would you say it's sort of like a guy batting 450 in spring training? I think the NFL preseason has a little more clout. It does, but then there's always been that one or two players on our team where they have a great preseason and they just don't, they still don't make the team. There'll be a running they, back they, that yes. runs for 100 yards, two games, and you're like, wow, this guy's got something. It's like, oh, he's either fourth on the depth chart or he's on the practice squad. And it's almost like, players. and if they were like an undrafted free agent or, or, or a player like that, then they usually will wind up on your practice squad. Yeah. And then I'm thinking. Or they're, they're, just, they're just the gym class hero who is playing all out when everyone else really isn't because maybe they are kind of set up and they know they're going to be on the squad. And I'm, I'm not trying to make obvious points, but there are these are things we do forget sometimes. We look at these preseason games like, yeah, it's a bunch of people we don't know. This is more competitive than college football because college football, only a handful of those guys could make it to the preseason NFL games. So it's still an elite level of competition. We're talking this is still more competitive than the USFL or XFL. It's preseason football. These guys are this close to making a a squad or not. Now, there are guys that anxiously look at these opportunities. Some quarterbacks, some young quarterbacks are getting a look. Danny, you're running back on the Raiders. Now that Josh Jacobs is still not on board, was getting a lot of of carries yesterday. Yeah, George is uh, Samir White, man. I'm thinking he's the guy, unless until Josh Jacobs makes a decision or something, He's he's getting all the he's going to be getting all the first team snaps, right? Well, and uh, you saw sincere McCormick also go into the end zone there. So there was a lot of talk about uh, the coach Josh McDaniels, who most people don't like his system. Some people do. Patriots fans love it. As far as being a head coach, uh, Denver Bronco fans aren't a fan of him, and half the Raiders fan base right now doesn't uh, really enjoy his coaching. But they kept pointing out in the broadcast yesterday that he would rather have a running back by committee system in the backfield rather than one guy carry the entire load. But you can't rescind that uh, franchise tag on Josh Jacobs because then he could sign with the Broncos or the Chiefs or the Chargers. Yep. And funny enough, we're filling in for the great Dan Patrick, Kavino and Rich. I heard Dan talking about your Raiders and Danny G, and for all the Raiders Nation out there, you should be glad to know that 
Kavino and Rich, not the only show that thinks the Raiders are being underestimated. Oh, yeah. Because when we saw that, a couple a couple preseason oh, yeah. projections came out. It's it was USA like, Today. USA Today. Didn't they have like 5-12 and 12 or something? No, they had them at 3-14. and 14. Oh, That's even right. worse. Yeah. USA, oh, my. U- the USA Today. And, oh, my Vegas, goodness. Vegas right. has the Raiders at 6.5. USA Today Sports has them at 3. I... We'll tell you, Kavino and I. Which is such a diss because, you know, Jimmy G, all he does is win, win, win. So you would give him a little bit more than that, no? Well, it's a tough division, tough conference. And as Dan Patrick said, to quote the guy we're filling in for, he was talking about who makes the playoffs out of the AFC. And he, when he was rattling teams off, he's like, oh, the Raiders are a po- you know a possible playoff team. And I was like, oh, DP's on board because there's a lot of people – that have counted the Raiders out. And you don't know what Jimmy G is going to do. If he stays healthy, he always seems to find a way to compete. They have so many weapons on offense. Their question mark stays on the defensive side of the ball, especially the middle of the field. When you have to cover Travis Kelsey and other great tight ends and wide receivers in that division, that's where your defense really needs to step up. And the Raiders are hoping and praying that Patrick Graham's second season uh, at the helm there will really stabilize things. They got some more depth. They got Marcus Epps. They signed Marcus Peters. Um, They brought in some talent. They drafted a few guys to help the pass rush. And you saw them getting after Trey Lance and the Niners quarterbacks yesterday. That defense was flying around the field. Can that translate to the regular season? There's so many question marks. And that was, that's what makes the NFL awesome, right? Like, you don't want to be nerdy and go over every game on the schedule. But when you look at how this AFC is going to shake out, because we, we can all agree, there's not a human that would say, oh, the NFC is just as good. The NFC is like the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, and then there's a huge drop-off. And you're like, after that, what do you got? Maybe like the Giants... Nick Cope's high on the Seahawks. Other people are saying, oh, you know, this is the, the Lions. The Lions could be the Why team. The that, Cowboys. The Lions, Cowboys. There's, there's teams, but the AFC, there's teams in the AFC that will not make the postseason that if they were in the NFC, might be like a top-seeded type of team, like, a, like maybe even a division winner. Here's the tricky part about the AFC. Because you got to, as much as, Kavino, I know you don't like to schedule watch. Yeah. You're not one to, like, look ahead too much. Like the AFC East, everyone's like, oh, Buffalo, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Oh, Miami, two is it? Two, it could be an MVP if he stays healthy with all those weapons and Mike McDaniel. The AFC East has to play each other twice, including Belichick twice. You know, the Patriots aren't, uh, you know, can't just walk over them. Mm-hmm. So they have to play each other all twice. Then, just the way the schedule falls. Yeah. AFC East plays the AFC West. So they all play the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers. That's a division they play. And then they also, the AFC East, plays the NFC East. So they you know, likely going to get Cowboys, Eagles. So the Jets. And the Giants. The yeah, the Giants. So the, Could be decent. Everyone that's like, oh, the AFC East, this would be like three teams with 10 or more wins. Maybe not so fast. It, you know, it can be trickier than you think. Well, that's part of the fun. There might be to a see t- how all of this oh, pans out. There might be a ton of 10-7 and seven teams that are fighting. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't we're wait. all fired up about it. Hope you enjoyed some of that this weekend. And we're going to be talking more NFL in just a, little, a few a minutes. trivia. Because we're doing trivia, giving back to you. Danny G's got all the questions. And Rich is salivating at the opportunity. 
Plus, there's a story about a, a Saints kicker we got to talk about. Yeah. But I, I just want to pose the question now. So I'll pose the question now, and we can either chop it up right now or yeah. save it. What do, you, what do you got? What you got? If you have the opportunity to see a goat <laughs> when you can, do you have to, right? Do you have to go out of your way to, to make it happen? Like, you may have missed some opportunities along the way. Maybe you never got to see Jordan. Maybe you never saw Tyson fight live. Maybe you didn't see Nirvana when they made it to your city. And you're like, dang, I got those regrets. Well, September 3rd, Miami comes here to play LAFC, which means the hottest ticket in town is just around the corner. Again, we're live in Los Angeles. September 3rd, Messi's going to be here. Now they're comparing this. Hold on, as I, as, I, as I go to StubHub, hold on. Let me let me get you your your ticket prices. Some of my buddies are telling me that you ain't bad, you ain't nothing if you don't go and check this out. If you have the opportunity, oh boy! Now the opportunity may cost you a lot. Or Rich and I can try to use some connections, some pull if we can. If you're on the fence about soccer. Now, soccer's a great sport, but you can't say that everybody's invested. This may be the turning point for you. How many people say that about hockey and soccer? Dude, you got to go to a live game. Well, this is the game to be at. If you have a chance to see Messi, who they say is the GOAT. I mean, we've seen him. He's off of a, a World Cup. He's playing lights out now in Miami. If you have that opportunity, do you go? Especially in that atmosphere. LAFC, I mean, you have the, the opportunity. Great, you have the champions. You have the chance. It's a matter of do are you, you are you willing to pay? Are you willing to pay? Like, I mean, you know, but I, if you're willing to pay that much for Taylor Swift, and I, I think it's fair to compare the two. He's a he's an international superstar. You're a sports fan. You could say years from now, you could say, yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. Let me tell you, growing up, I was always envious of my uncles talking about that they saw Pele. I didn't give a diddly squat about soccer really I played soccer growing up but I didn't really watch it but I'd see the pride that they had when talking about it because they saw one of the greats you know they saw Ali fight they did they saw Pele I mean he was on the Cosmos uh, toward the end of his career but they saw him play it was so something funny you could say when you say Pele I feel like he played 500 years ago <laughs> no like, he recently Pele. passed I know but, it's, right? but it doesn't feel like a long long time ago we're now. talking legends we're talking goats here that's the difference if you have the chance, and a lot of you do, Messi's a traveling tour right now. It's like the a, traveling circus is coming to your town, and the goat is there. Gunther Gable Williams is there. I, to me, you you miss him along the way, right? Like it's different because they're like you know old radio, uh, old musicians. But Elton John just did his last play at Dodger Stadium in the states, right? Yeah. Tony Bennett passed away a couple years ago. You you cut a song with Lady Gaga. Cut a song, but you didn't. But you didn't. I remember when Shea Stadium, I'm a, big, I'm a big Mets fan, when Billy Joel, he's still doing the garden, and we saw him out here in L.A., but when he did his last play at Shea, I was mad that I didn't go. I'm like, why did I not go? Billy Dude, Joel, Shea Stadium, I mean, Metallica's what a fail. on tour again. Kiss was wrapping up their tour. We're talking about some of the greats of our lifetime. Do you right? want to see these legends before they're not doing it anymore? Like, if you have a chance, like you said, to see GNR, Metallica, Kiss, any legendary band, or... 
you know, listen, as LeBron winds down over the next couple of years, don't you want to maybe see LeBron James live one more time? If you could bring your kid, if you're living, well, let's say you're living in Indiana. Oh, LeBron's coming to play the Pacers. Just to say that we saw him play live. Don't you have that Jordan regret? See, now, there you go. There's the key word he said, play live. Yeah, That's what you just said. Live. So that's the thing. I, my parents were like, no, we're going to take you to the hotel where they're staying. (laughs) We're going backstage. And meet them? I grew up to where it just wasn't. My father almost got arrested for climbing Wilt Chamberlain's wall. No way. Just to see him. So I was raised under the, not necessarily see him play or at their. see him. But see him. That's cool, too, though. That's really cool. I like that. So you don't want to let your goat go by and not see him. We're going to see him. And that's inspiring to to anybody. Joe got binoculars for his birthday. That's so. We're gonna look. I love that story. We couldn't afford binoculars. No, but I do like that story. But my buddy Al B called me up. He's like, "Yo." Because, look, we're all sports fans, right? Yeah. We're all here hanging on Fox Sports Radio. He's like, don't even tell me you're, like, trying to get into soccer, man. If you're not trying to get this ticket, this is the hottest ticket, bro. Like, Messi, think about it. Messi, international superstar, is going to be there in L.A. on September 3rd, bro. If you're not even trying to get a ticket, then you're not even a sports <laughs> fan. You'll never like soccer. If you're, not gonna, if you're ever going to get into soccer, this is the chance. This is the way. Because, again... He's there. He's the superstar. Brings his traveling circus to your town. And again, they're playing the LAFC defending champions. They're a squad. They have an atmosphere already built in. You know how hype that's going to be? So in other words, if that can't hype you up and that can't motivate you to to at least try, then what's ever going to get you into the sport of soccer next level? Well... Price point, my friend. Well, price point, but how many people uh, are breaking you know, the bank right for Taylor now? Swift I was just like, is I was, my point. I was, Taylor Swift's a bigger deal, I think. To who? I get if you're doing it for your kid, right? Okay, because you'll do anything for your kid. But if you're a sports fan and one of the goats, Taylor, we've already established. Uh, here's this. the deal: I'm not saying that I would choose Taylor Swift, but over, she's not over, done. Is she done ever? Is she done? She's just plenty of years to see her. But what I'm saying is, Taylor Swift is a for a fan or bringing your kids or going with your wife or your girlfriend. My Taylor Swift is a guaranteed. Taylor Swift is a guaranteed. Three and a half hours of music, people know, and they'll have a fun time. Messi, you could go see him play. You don't know he how score. many more he years. Could, he could not score. He could not. You know, like I don't, it's a it's a chance you're taking. Him, by the way, section one sixteen. I just picked ra- a random section. Not even, you know, like, right section one sixteen. Fourteen hundred dollars for a ticket. General oh. admission to like just roam and be in that one area by one of the goals is six eighty. So I mean. And what were Taylor Swift tickets going for? I only bring that. that up. I only bring that up because it's been the hottest ticket of the summer, yeah. right? And people are people who have no money, man, are breaking the bank to get these tickets for the pressure of I got to get them for my kids, or they got FOMO and it's just they're caught up in the hype. How much does and it cost? They have to uh, be part of it. How much does it cost us in that little area where like Serena Williams, LeBron, and everyone, and Kim Kardashian? Were? Remember the first game that like little right on the field? I think that's I'm that's pretty cheap. Yeah, let's, let's see what Anytime is. your seats cost you a bank transfer, where you just, <laughs> there ain't no cash trans, transactions. It's just put some digits in, transfer no. the money. Some of these seats are, woo, that's how hot 2500 2800 And what was Damn. the actual price of that ticket? Well, if you go to it, the, the $680 general admission, just like ch- sort of chill in that general area, yeah. those 680 tickets on 
other games, yeah. 40 bucks. See, that's that's a huge ticket. So you're not the only one with this idea no. of seeing Messi. Absolutely not. Here. That's why I'm saying we got to use our contacts. But that's what yeah. people are willing to pay Kavito. to see one of the goats because it matters. Press pass. Kavito's now a soccer reporter. <laughs> no, because that's the thrill of it, dude, to be able to say, look, you can't speak on real perspective sometimes, especially in this game. You know what? No matter what anyone yaps about, I could be the biggest blowhard at the barbershop being like, dude, Jordan was the GOAT. Some guy could be like, well, guess what, man? I saw him play live. I was there. I saw it. He's always going to have the upper hand on me because guess who didn't? Me. And there's some. There's I don't some, think that gives him the upper hand, but it's a cool thing that you want to be able to sort say. Of, uh, some sort of thrill in, in being able to say that you witnessed it live with your own eyes. There's something to be said about. Not necessarily the bragging right, but it is sort of like a checklist item for a sports fan. For like, sure. Hey, have you been to a playoff game? Have you been to a Super Bowl? Have you been to a championship parade? Have you have you been to a spring training game? Like things that sports fans may have on a, a list of things they want to do. And to see the goats of the game is probably on that list. So if you could find a way, if you got some type of hookup or connection, if Messi comes to your town. And he's playing your local soccer team, and you can find the ticket for you know not a bank breaking amount of money. I say you gotta go. You I'm gotta with you. Go, go right. for broke. Well, what do you think? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox or chime in at Covino and Rich because now you got to make it happen. And speaking of football, we're the other, talking the other about football. the other football next. Some NFL trivia. If you want to play along, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We're giving away some Nerf footballs. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. Uh, the show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton, they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton, because I agree with Shannon, the dude today, Creighton's never going to win anything, stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the costs, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. 877-99 on Fox. Playing for CNR on FSR Nerf footballs. Everybody hyped about preseason football. Good-looking Nerf footballs. Oh, they're great-looking, man. got the Fox Sports Radio logo on one side and the CNR logo on the other side. They're a little slippery, though. you got to work them in. Yeah, you got to work them in. That's all. And by the way, I can't be the only one that judges another grown man on how he throws a football, right? I mean, we all do. We all do. You see someone throw a football. You could tell. You could tell when someone has never played sports or when they played sports. Or maybe they were just one-dimensional. They played one sport. I'm still fascinated how someone like someone of the athletic caliber of a Kevin Durant could throw out a first pitch and look like he's never thrown a ball in his life. It's wild to me. I don't, I don't know how. All right, let's get into some trivia, shall we? Oh, yeah. Well, I like those bells. CNR on FSR in for the great Dan Patrick. Happy Monday. Spotty's really great on the bells. Great job, Spot. Let's meet the contestants. Covino. Hey, hey, hey. Rich. Yo, yo. Nick Cope. What's up, Nick? I'll turn his microphone up here. Nick was fixing his hair, looking handsome. Yeah. (laughs) There he is. Spotty boy. And let's see on the uh, FSR studio lines trying to win one of these nice CNR Nerf footballs. You say, uh, Rich, I'll have you pick line one through five. Pick a number. Let's go to five. Trey Lance needs a little love. Number five, Trey Lance. I, we, we did not love him much today. 
That is Kev in Texas. Kevin, good morning. What's up, Kev? Hey, Kev, speak up all the way for us, okay? Yes, sir, I got you. Okay, we're going to need your name because here are the rules for our CNR NFL trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, then we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer. You do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? I'm ready. I feel like I'm going to kick all your asses. Yeah, yeah, I, feel, I just feel, I feel good about for this, but that doesn't mean yeah. I'm not here to play. Let's go. It's multiple choice. It's anybody's game. All right. All right. And Cope, we got your mic on? Yep. Still need uh, Nick Cope's mic over here. And remember, Kevin, you got to scream out Kevin if you know the answer right away. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we all got right, you. Here we go. All right. We just have... like uh, Home Alone, scream out Kevin. <laughs> Round right. one. Here we go. Kevin. Which NFL team has won the most games all time? Oh. A, Dallas Cowboys, B, the Green Bay Packers, or C, the San Francisco 49ers? Covino. Covino. Packers. No. Yes. What? Yes, Bam. the Green Bay wow. Packers. Covino on the board. What? They've been around for a while. That's that is fun. true. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. I but thought I've been around for 100 years. Yeah. But when we were kids, I mean, yeah, we were kids. Yeah. Nick, do you remember when, if you were a kid of the 80s or 90s, until Brett Favre came around, you did not even want their helmet and the supermarket no, quarterback. The AG is so crafty that y- you had to think about it. It was process of elimination. He started with the Cowboys, and you're like, yeah, it's got to be the Cowboys. Oh, no. It's oh, definitely Green Bay okay. because that was a trick. Damn you. Yeah. Right. 790 total wins wow. for the Packers. All right, here we go. Round two. Among the 10 NFL domed stadiums, how many have a retractable roof? Oh. A, five, B, eight, or C, three? Rich. Kevin. Rich. B, eight. No. Nick. Kevin. Uh, no, Cope for the five. steal. Yes, five. Oh. Nick Cope. <laughs> Nick Cope on the board. Wow. Nick All Cope, right. handsome and smart. <laughs> Round three. That's, a, that's such a guess question. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. I, was, right. I, I picked eight because I was like, he likes Kobe. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Danny has name answer, them all. Yeah. Covino and Cope both on the board as we go to round three. Approximately how much does the Lombardi Trophy weigh? Oh. A, 15 pounds. B, 11 pounds. Or C, 7 pounds. Rich. Kevin. Rich. 15 pounds, A. No. Covino. Wait, what, Kevin? Kevin, Kevin, look, Kevin. Kevin, look, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Kev. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. A. No. no a was taken <laughs> yeah. already. Kev, what do you got, Cove? Uh, well, I'll let him go. Go ahead. No, he said A. Hey. All right. Hey, B, hey. Kevin, it's my turn. 11 pounds. No. Wow. Seven pounds. Yeah. But what? I was going to say, remember they tossed it? Like, they I mean, do. Yeah. Remember boat? Brady throwing it? I mean, I know, but you don't think Tom Brady could toss a 15-pound? <laughs> think of like I a 15-pound weight. Oh, he'd have to deflate the trophy. She <laughs> seems like it would have a little more weight to it. His arms are too flimsy. <laughs> All right. We sipped, so we uh, Man, that, crossed Lombardi, that one off the, the board. The Lombardi trophy is like, uh, like a hollow uh, Easter bunny, right? Yeah. Right. Seven pounds. We go to round four. I can see Rich get thrown out of a TV show. Look, man, you don't have to argue every answer you lose. Yes, yeah, it does. Show him out of here. <laughs> no, right. Brush him off like uh, Sandman at Showtime at the Apollo. Right, let's, let's go, Danny G. I'm round getting on the four. board. I'm getting on the board here. Which NFL team holds the record for the longest winning streak of all time? Oh. A, the Pittsburgh Steelers. B, the Oakland Raiders. Or C, the Indianapolis Colts. Rich. Kevin. 
Rich. Cultsy. Yes. Rich does get oh. on the board. Yeah. 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 He wasn't having it. Could be a come from behind win now. We got to stop him. They, they had won uh, more than 16 in a row, but just not in the same season. Yeah. Correct? Between 2008 and yeah. 2009, they won 23 games in a row. They just did. Wow. Which is pretty I believe wild. that Rich knows how to say his name faster than Kavita. Yeah. Well, it's one syllable. It's not, it's not fair. <laughs> Kavita. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Kavino. Needs to say Steve. <laughs> Rich. All right, so on the board, Covino, Rich, and Nick Cope. All right. As we go to round five, by what year did the hard plastic helmet become universal in the NFL? Oh. A, 1950, B, 1956, or C, 1959? Kevin. Kevin. B. B? No. Rich. Oh. Rich for the win. 1959. No. Oh. <laughs> Did I steal? Son of a no. Said it, it so confidently, oh, I too. It. I did because I'm he, he he like, like, this no. You know what I was thinking? I was like, there's no way those like, freaking leather helmets were around in 1959. In 1948, the league outlawed the hard plastic <laughs> because they thought the material was an injury risk. Oh. They lifted the ban after just one year in 49, and by 1950, all players were wearing them. Wow. Can we just hold up one time and let Cavino guess? I mean, like yeah. after, after everybody else's guess for all. Whose team are you on here? Yeah. No, you know what? I was Joe gonna, likes the Lions and Cavino. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> chime in. I was gonna say, I was gonna say 1950. Rich beat me to the punch yeah. on the guess. That's a three-syllable name. Yeah, yeah, anybody's go. game. Anybody's game as we go to round six. Now this next one, it could be from punts, kickoffs, and missed field goals. How many return touchdowns did the all-time leader Devin Hester record in his career? A, 20, B, 25, or C, 17? C, Nick, Covino. Uh, oh, Covino talked first. We'll give it to him. C. No. Oh. No. <laughs> Nick. Cope for the win. I was going to say 20. Yes. Cope. Wow. There it is. Dude, I swear. My day I, is all downhill from I here. I thought for sure. By the Same. way, it wasn't a guess, so you won fair and square, Nick. I really thought it was 17. I looked his stats up recently, and I was saying 17 in my head because I looked them up. Rich and I covered the Super Bowl where he ran mm-hmm. one back, and you know we interviewed him early in his career. I was thinking about his career. You know when you're doing the ball scroll and you're just thinking and you're just checking stats? I thought it was 17. So uh, Only man, three off. He had five kickoff returns, 14 punt returns for a TD and one missed field goal return for a TD. Hold I on, mean, he on. was one of the best at it. Covino yeah, just told us that he guessed two answers and they both were wrong and he has no points. <laughs> no, yeah. man, I really thought that it was 17. Yeah. I thought that was the right answer. We were talking to one of our buddies the other day. We went for a drink with one of our, one of our good pals who's a Chicago Bears fan and we were saying how that Super Bowl against the Colts, I believe 07, 06 season, 07. Yeah. In the rain, Miami, Colts, Peyton Manning won. That game started out with the Devin Hester kick return, and all Bears fans probably felt so good for oh, life. Yeah. That was like the moment where they're like, this is it. And nope. then they remembered Rex Grossman was their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then they remembered that, and the other team had Peyton Manning. <laughs> yes. And it was exactly. they thought 21 years after that 85 Bears team. 20 years later, actually. 20 years later. Now, hey, uh, Nick, do you want to give your football to Kevin anyway? Yes, I'd love to give it to Kevin. All right. So thank you to Nick Cope. Kev, we're going to mail the ball to Texas. I appreciate you guys, man. Okay, right. hang tight. We'll get your address. Hang you, tight. And if you, you like just, the trivia today, I want you guys to know that every Monday we're doing a new game called The Last One Standing. 
and mm-hmm. we play several rounds of, of different categories. So play along every day, or every Monday, I should say. We play at 2 p.m. on the West, 5 p.m. on the East, Covino and Rich. And tomorrow, Tyson Tuesday, so we have some Iron Mike trivia, another chance to win one of these nice footballs. Perfect. And by the way, you put the pressure on Nick Cope. Nick, you're going to give the, the listener your football, right? What if Nick wanted to throw around the ball? I mean, <laughs> what if Nick was like perfect for my trunk? Yeah, sorry, Nick. Yeah, sorry. Nick. Well, we'll give you one too. We'll give you one. It's going to take you ne- another uh, win next I'll, week. Yeah, I'll have to earn it, earn it again. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's I, fine. I won a charity poker tournament once, and someone's like, "What are you going to do? You going to give the money back to the charity?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You betcha." <laughs> uh, so that was a that was a tough battle because I saw a few opportunities to actually steal that one, man. But uh, great competition thanks for playing along and you know thinking of Devin Hester it makes me think of the goats again he was the greatest of what he did I'm not saying he's a skill that isn't there anymore because of the way the game changed yeah we are never gonna see a return guy like that ever again but you know what that also you know for all we know it's uh there is a guy it's just he can't demonstrate that skill set exactly that's the reason why because of the rule changes exactly so it's like it's sort of a bummer like you know the same way the running back position is no longer the money making position. The special teams, you know, kickoff punt return guy. You're never gonna, you're never going to see a Devin Hester type again. And there may be a guy in the league right now that if the rules were the old school way, he'd be the man. You're just never going to see it. I right, well, listen. Coming up, there's a really hilarious story about the New Orleans Saints kicker. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Embrace the new year with a new style of whiskey. Keeper's Heart, the official whiskey of the Dan Patrick Show, brings together the smoothness of Irish whiskey with the boldness of American whiskey. It's a new style of whiskey and perfectly balanced taste experience. In just two years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 130 awards. They must have just won 10 more because last week it was 120. Everybody is finding out about the world's best Irish whiskey. They have that prestigious title. Now, the legendary distiller is Brian Nation. He's the one who started Jameson and uh, Red Breast Whiskey. So he comes over to the United States and he creates this in two years. They are an award-winning team. Machine. And as we approach St. Patty's Day, no better choice than Keeper's Heart to celebrate the occasion. The perfect blend of smooth Irish and bold American whiskeys creating a wonderfully balanced taste profile. Go to Keepersheartwhiskey.com and use the code DAN24 for $10 off. And remember, sip responsibly. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? 
I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Maman playing tricks on me. I love this song, man. I had it on Maxi Single, in fact. <laughs> if you want to flash it back, I'm Cavino. That is Rich. No. Again, Danny G's on the phones at 877 on Fox. Super producing. Got Joel hanging out with us. Spot on the videos at Cavino and Rich. Always a pleasure being in for the great Dan Patrick. Now, we're talking about unassuming athletes, athletes who just don't look the part based on the story we talked about. That involves Blake Group of the Saints. I mean, he, he's a kicker trying to make the team. So yeah, and he's let's five not, foot seven. You know, he's not a you know Daniel Vogelbach who looked like he uh, had one too many spare ribs. Never heard of him. That's a big dude. Now That's he's like, he's a very unassuming athlete. You got to hear my dad. My dad's not the most PC guy going. He's, oh, you don't he's say? a little old school, old school Jersey Hold guy. Hold on. And You're trying older... to tell me 70-year-old guy from Jersey's uh, not politically correct? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You know, the older our parents get, the grumpier they are. He sees guys like Vogelbach on TV. He's like, you mean to tell me this guy? This guy? This guy? Like, he just hate, like he hates him. Hates him. How often, if you have parents that are 70 or older. I can't even say what he said. If says. you have parents that are 70 or older, how often do you have to say, oh, you can't say that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> can't say. But Vogelbach yeah. is one of those guys. You mean to tell me this guy's a professional athlete? Says who? I'm like, says the Mets, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you want from me? Well, there's there's other guys, not just five foot seven kickers that get turned away. By security. Before we get to athletes, I saw another clip. I'll never remember who it is now, but it's like one of those DJs that like sells out, you know, festivals. And he almost got kicked out of his own festival. Like, yeah, sir, you can't go here. It's like, yeah, but they're all here to save me. It was like a Skrillex David Guetta type of like one of those, you know, like an EDM type of dude. DJ scratch and sniff. And yeah, sometimes, you know what it is? Sometimes security is lax and sometimes security is really just flexing whatever power they have. That's the weirdest really, part about it, and you feel that way. I mean, how often do people feel that way? 
like, like with B Rabbit. You just seen me on stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. <laughs> or like Rich. the campus. If you went to college and you live on campus, the days they'll let you in the gym without the pass, and then the some days yeah. you gotta have your pass. So, so, you know what? Get I, in the gym. You know where this bothers me the most, Joel? Like. Places Not when you're rich and you got that kind and of smile. I play smile. on the team. But there, there are times where I get aggravated when someone tells you to, I guess, follow a protocol that's unnecessary. I remember during the COVID years, remember where everyone was all like eye-rolly about like, oh, stay six feet apart and stand there. And do-. I went to an Apple store and there was no one in there. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, sir, you have to stand on that circle. I'm like. What circle, Doug? And they had circles that were six feet apart from each other. And I remember being like, no, I'm not I'm not listening to you. I refuse to play your little silly game. Or, you know, when you're at the airport and you have to go up and down the aisles of like, a, where it's like, can I just, can you just take the stanchion up? So I know I, you didn't do that. I'm like, come on. That's a federal offense. Come on. Stop. See, you're yeah, a rebel. Rich <laughs> just smiles and thinks he can get away with anything, but that's just rich. Uh, look him up and you you'll get, see why. You get stopped for energy drinks. I get stopped where, you know, in places I'm supposed to be You know who without you know, breaking any rules. You know who comes to mind when you think about players that don't look the part? I know I got someone that's definitely not on any list or what you're thinking of. Players? I'm thinking of Colorado Rocky. I don't even know. Is he still on the team? Charlie Blackman. Remember the guy that looked like... Yes. He looked like uh, he just was uh, found in the woods somewhere. And he looked like he was uh, on Game of Thrones like, right before like, that. Un, like, like disheveled beard. Always yeah. looked like... And his ba- even his batting stance, unconventional ball player. And I remember always thinking, like, this guy, what a weird cat. Yeah, you wouldn't Doesn't know look he had part. that particular set of skills to He's, play in, in baseball. Just didn't look the part. Right? Give, That's really what one. it comes down to. For a guy that was pretty effective... Speaking of COVID, remember he had some issues during the COVID time? Cole Beasley didn't look like a guy that was able to run those quick little routes and be effective. He sort of looked like a little bit of a weasel, like a little, like, right? Yes. Cole Weasley. Cole Weasley. A lot of those slant guys, like Hunter Renfro. Yes. like they, It's like, wow, you're really that effective in the NFL. Good for you. So you could see how a security guy or just a casual fan would be surprised to know that they were part of the team. And anytime you and say... sometimes an impactful part of the team. When, when you do say, well, security, well, you know, no, don't need to be so tough. Well, you know why they do? Because sometimes... Do you remember that person that dressed up in an NBA full uniform and and like workout and, and actually was shooting around the team until someone's like, wait a minute, who is that? Talking about the broke Clay Thompson? The, yeah, the guy, the broke-looking Clay Thompson guy. Remember he dressed up and was just shooting around with the team? Yes. So also guess- filmed him driving around San Francisco with fans getting autographs and security letting him into the arena. It's pretty funny. And as we said last week on our show, sometimes if you just walk with purpose with a clipboard, people just think you belong. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't there a new theory? The There's, ladder theory? You know the ladder theory? Nick Cope, listen to this one. There was a there's TikTokers that tried this out everywhere concerts. So of, it's got to be true. Concerts, events, movie theaters, you know, no matter where, they put on like two worker looking shirts, and they were both they were carrying a six foot ladder, one on each end, and no matter where they went, people are like, oh, go ahead, because they're thinking, why? Obviously, they must be workers. They're carrying a ladder. So if you carry a ladder, apparently you can get in anywhere you want. Um. I have a few answers that come to mind. We'll open it up, too, at 877-99 on Fox. Unassuming athletes or just athletes who don't look the part. Surprised to see that they're professional athletes, a la the Blake Group story. My number one answer always was, and this is why I liked them, too. This is also a reason as to why maybe you root for somebody. 
he's on the downside of his career now, but my first impression of Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, was that who is this nerdy-looking guy? Just I'm from Kazakhstan. It, just kicking everybody's ass. And there, he, he had this presence about him. Guys, guys, I put on drama show. Max. He was always always talking to Max Kellerman. Like, yeah. early, Max, 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 Max. I'll fight anybody, anytime. I am, uh, I am, uh, I do Mexican style, Max, Max. And I'm like, who is this dude? And he, you know, at the time, he was a young guy, so nerdy looking. I mean, and did, just beating up on, on Mastodon. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, Gennady Golovkin, Triple Gennady J. Golovkin, I thought it was a good answer because he's very unassuming. He's, you know, he's from Kazakhstan, which is where Borat's from. Yeah. <laughs> like, fictionally, right? And so he had this charm about him that uh, made guys, him even, Guys, guys, guys. You know, I am more yeah. nerdy. And, and I'm like, that's the guy? Because I remember Kavino was way early on Triple G before he became a household name for boxing fans. And Kavino would be like, dude, you got to see this Triple G guy. And I'm like, the guy that... The guy that looks like he just came off like a, a little farm in a small like and foreign he land battled again in his prime Mexican style. So I think he beat Can- I think he beat Canelo. I'll, I'll well, still- not, not that last fight, but no, but the, yeah. you know. Well, there's another guy. Speaking of boxing, I'm throwing this out there just for the boxing guys who watched the Navarrete fight this weekend and who who watched some of the Mexican battles. You may know a guy by the name of Ray Vargas. Ray Vargas. I mean, is, I'll, I'll look him up. Yeah, he's a champion, dude, at like 120-something pounds. Yeah, no one knows that guy, though. I, no, 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 but he's like so dominant, and he's so goofy looking that people might recognize him. Oh, my God. He looks like the dude from Nacho Libre. Not Jack Black's character. Not actual Nacho Libre. Remember Nacho Libre's tag team partner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm yeah, talking about, he right? Does, he's a goofy looking right. dude. Imagine Nacho Libre. Way. Nacho Libre's tag team partner from the movie, Ray Vargas, the the champion boxer who's very dominant. Again, he's been a, a featherweight and super bantamweight champion. Looks like that character. So imagine him strutting around with his gold chains on. You know, he's kind of a goofy looking guy, but he's a champion in in the sport. So again, unassuming, a la. I'll throw out an obvious one, like a David Wells. You know, you would never look at that guy and think he pitched a perfect game. I mean, everyone's favorite. He did steroids, and no one cared because they loved him so much. Bartolo Colon. Yeah, I mean, that's you know what? That's the number one answer. That is probably the the number one answer on the board when you factor in how great he was and longevity he had. I mean, I'm convinced that if needed. Bartolo Colon could throw an inning in the big in the bigs right now at fifty. You know, man, that might be. I thought I had the number one with Triple G. Bartolo Colon is probably the most unassuming guy who didn't look the part that dominated for such a long time. Uh, let's go to David in Cincy. Based on the story, if you don't know the story we're talking about, the Saints' backup kicker, who actually had the game-winning kick, was stopped on his way into the stadium. Because they thought he was a fan. Were you ever with a girl, a woman so hot that other people at the bar didn't assume you were with her? Because it's happened yeah. to me. Uh, <laughs> it's happened to me. And it happened to David, too. What's up, yeah. David? Hey, what's up, man? Oh, not much. That's a, that's a great, great right there. Uh, before I give you my answer, my daughter went to uh, Taylor Swift, and uh, the Bengals coach, Zach Taylor, was there. She was right by the VIP thing, and the uh, – the guard wouldn't let him down because he didn't know who he was. 
That's funny. I'm the coach of the Bengals. Yeah, tonight you're just a Swifty. Well, hey. They, they, asked who he, they asked who he was, and he said, I work here. And that was it. But my answer, is, um, my answer is, number one, Greg Maddox. Yeah, you know what? He, the professor, guy, the glasses. Yeah. Greg Maddox, I, what I used to love about him was that. I think his nerdiness matched his craftiness, though. I, like, it made sense. Nothing, you know, I'm a Mets fan, so, you know, I will, certainly I would not traditionally like Maddox because he, you know, brave. But when he would throw a complete game in like 90 minutes, like a masterful, I thought there was nothing The way you felt better. or he felt about Maddox is how I felt about Pedro Martinez. Only because he was, what, barely five foot Guy was like 160 pounds 160 soaking pounds, wet. Flame-throwing dude with jerry curl, you know? And as a Yankees fan, I'm like, F this guy. F this dude. Oh, you know who's the guy you that- You can't uh, hit this guy? Come on. Yeah, that's a, that's another- because of his stature and, and, again, the game he was playing. He was playing a really big – he was playing a big units game, and he was standing 5'10 tops. You know, Kavino, that that's a another category in itself, like little dudes that threw heat. And you're like, how – I mean, I know it's all, it's all mechanics. It's all weight distribution. But if you remember baseball lefty, Billy Wagner played for the Astros, played for the Mets, played around a few teams in the league. Billy Wagner, at one point of his career, was throwing about 100. And he was a little lefty that didn't even like had almost like a short arm throw too. And it's like that guy with through heat. They got Pedro listed at 5'11", 170. I'm not buying that. No. I'm buying like five nine and a half. Now he's he's like he's gotta be like two ten. Uh Wit in Nashville. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? So I've got a story about going places and just acting like you know what you're doing. Yeah, so you know what? Whenever uh, I was, uh, you know what? It's it it could be done. Our 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 pal Spot here, All Star Game was at City Field in 2013. Mets hosted the All Star Game. We were able to be there. We had just your basic credential, nothing special. Spot had a clipboard and some notes because we were doing our show and stuff from there, and he just kept walking, 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 walking with authority. No one ever stopped him. And right, right around the national anthem time, Spot's like, "Wait a minute, what's that door over there?" If he wanted to, Spot could have been on the on the warning track. You know how long I've known Kavino? When I first met Kavino, we've been working together like oh, practically 20 years now. Early 2000s. This dude would walk through Manhattan every day when we lived on the East Coast with a disc man. Disc man. With I that, remember you coming to that work. anti-skip in the mega bass. The lockdown lid. <laughs> with the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that based in the, the boost in the bass. Was it yellow? No, that was but a I'll sports man. Yeah, I know the yellow. The yellow was I the remember sports the yellow one. one. Yellow was, yeah. That's right. That, that was, was the sport one. Yeah, we I'll know. tell you what. The more I boosted the base, the quicker the batteries died. Though that's usually yeah. how that went. All right, let's uh, let's go to Mason in Washington State. Mason, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, good morning. First, the first the first thing that comes to mind has got to be Manny Pacquiao. He he's he's five five. He's always smiling. And for some reason, he looks like a kid who can't find his mom in the grocery store. Every time he, they show him on the Jumbotron, I'm sure he's the nicest guy. Yo, let me tell you, we were we were at the Crawford Errol Spence fight in Vegas. Other than Iron Mike Tyson, Manny Pacquiao got the biggest applause when they you know focused in on who was in the crowd. He's such a and he, and he was smiling. It's, it's probably smiling. why you know you you rooted even harder for the guy because he was always smiling and seemed like such a nice guy, very peaceful guy. And boxing is a, is a very violent sport. Yeah. And Rich brought one up off the air. Actually, Nick Cope brought up too. He said Nick Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. A, a Tim Tim Lincecum. Who's Nick? His brother? No, Nick Cope. <laughs> Nick Cope said Tim Lincecum. Who again? He's five ten, maybe, but flame throwing sort of dude with long hair. Didn't really look yeah, the part. Yeah, hippie. Um, and he said butterbean, 
which is a funny one because, you know, he's a bigger dude back in the day who's in better shape now, but you brought up Tyson Fury. As big and dominant as he is as a boxer, he's not like built like a boxer. Yeah, when you watch him box and he's a he's a masterful, one of the best ever. Well, that's what makes it a, a, a weird thing to see because he's so great. Well, when you see Tyson Fury standing next, even though because he's so big and he again, he's a great boxer. But when you see physically Tyson Fury standing next to Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, right. it's like- These guys look like specimens. Right, yeah, who's who's the out of shape one? And to be honest, his endurance is even great. Tyson Fury is like, to me, it's an anomaly. I don't get it. I don't know. Unassuming people are, are fun to root for. Like, like, I don't know, for me, Austin Reeves is one of those guys. No, Danny J? Yeah, it came to mind right away. Right. And then also, who leads the NFL as far as the most MVP wins? Looks like Bert from Bert and Ernie. Great, brilliant mind. Now he's producing TV shows, has one of his own with his brother. Mr. Peyton Manning? He always looked kind of awkward to me. He didn't look. He's like a goon. Big guy, big guy, but. They would make, you know, it was the biggest insult. Kavino and Spot would jokingly be like, yeah, you know who you look like? Eli Manning. And it would bother me because I'm like, stop it. was an insult because he's kind of a goober. Yeah, I'm like, don't stop it. I say that kindly because he's still great, you know? And they both embrace it. There's the TV commercial right now where they're both dancing with youth football players. Right, And Peyton busts out the hip-hop moves, which are pretty horrible. You know, you give him extra props because you could just... What the hell? What in the hell? it's, It's a fire alarm test in our building. I didn't know what that was. I was like, did someone say did someone say the Pee Wee Herman word of the day? Ah! (laughs) Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Wow, the fill-in show was so hot today that you guys showed a fire fire alarm. This show is fired. Dan Patrick, thank you. Either that or they want us out of here. Yes. Like, should we really leave? (laughs) Is there a fire? Put some fish in the microwave. Yo, did did Ramos burn down this place again? (laughs) Anyway, uh, have a great rest of your day. Tyson Tuesday tomorrow. Tyson Tuesday tomorrow. And uh, if your kids are in school, hopefully your kids come back happy after day one. We'll see you then. Until then, get the podcast anywhere you get your pods. And follow us at Covino and Rich. We'll see you tomorrow. Arrivederci, baby. We'll see you in the promised land. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at keepersheartwhiskey.com.